Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the long-awaited, so long-awaited, the first of the Saved by the Bell movie series. This is Go Bayside, the Saved by the Bell podcast where I have a friend over to watch an episode and then we critically deconstruct it. This has been over for almost a year and now we have finally found the time to start doing the movies. And by we, I mean me and third time returning champ, Millie DeCherico. Hi, everybody. Yeah. All right. You guys, here's what's happened. We are now, as we speak, in a hotel room in Austin, Texas, where I've performed at a comedy festival, and I was like, Millie, come meet me. We're going to hang out. It'll be fun. I'm also going to pack my microphones and mixer, and we're going to sit here and do this movie. Yep. And that's what we did. We had many trials and tribulations to get to this point. Yes. You guys have no idea how much... We had to go buy a DVD player at Target because I got a MacBook Air that doesn't have a a CD DVD drive. We're going to have to go return it. We're going to scam Target just to get this done. (laughs) But the movie, the feature-length film that we just watched is called Saved by the Bell Hawaiian Style. And the release date of said movie was November 27th, 1992, and Millie, as a third time returning champ, you know what to do. Give me a very brief synopsis of the plot of this movie so we can get into our feature length notes. Okay. Um, so this movie in which we just sat and watched in the wrong aspect ratio. Yeah. I'll have you know. Because hotel televisions are terrible and they're always in the wrong aspect ratio. But anyway, so the story is brief synopsis. The gang go to Hawaii uh, for a two-week-long vacation. Mm-hmm. They stay at Kelly's grandfather's resort. Yep. And when they get there, it's in kind of like ill repair, and he's about to be foreclosed on. He's about to be bought out by this like local um, developer. And basically, they make this giant attempt to save this hotel for uh-huh. Kelly's grandpa. And there's a lot of other details that are tucked in there, like his whole thing with Screech being like a Polynesian warrior god. And uh, there's romances. Um, but as it turns out, they basically trick this developer and his son into thinking that the land that ke- the grandfather's hotel is on is like sacred. Yeah. And so there's a scammy thing happening in which everyone wins. Yes. No, that was beautifully put. Because okay. we got a lot of meat to get to because it, again, is a feature-length film. Why? <laughs> Why? It's like a 90-minute movie. It was. And we felt every 90 of the, yes. those minutes. Yes. I'll tell you right yes. now. Okay. So the movie opening shot is basically like a Hawaiian travel video come to hawaii and arguably the best part of the entire movie is in the very beginning because it opens with dj jazzy jeff and fresh prince's summertime yes the jam of all jams probably a very popular song at the time of the release of this very popular song right now in my house 
But yeah, so that's how it opens. Shots of Hawaii, whatever, whatever. Okay. They cut to the the crew. They just landed. They're in the airport. Screech is immediately videotaping everybody. He's like videotaping everybody getting their luggage. Cool thing to watch later. Can't wait. <laughs> Why is that happening? So then, and then Zach, they're in the airport. They're just at the airport baggage claim. And Zach is looking around and he goes, look at all these incredible women. At the baggage claim? No one attractive is at baggage claim ever. Right. Enough to be like, whoa, preppy. Take, like, you're not going to believe it. Like, there's the hottest women we've ever seen in this Incredible one area. Women. And then that's when they go and they are all like, yeah, I wrote this down because they're like, I can't wait for, the, for these next two weeks we have in Hawaii. Now, they're 17. Right. Did you go on any vacations solo at 17? Did you? I didn't. For two weeks. For two weeks. Like, again, maybe this is... This is real nitpicky. I get real nitpicky anyway in these. But, like, yeah. 17 years old and your mom's like, have fun in Hawaii for two weeks? Yeah. I mean, are they all millionaires? I know. I mean, I mean, ostensibly, they're staying for free. Sure. But a flight to Hawaii is not cheap. Right. I mean, I guess it's cheaper for them because they're flying from L.A., but, like, even still. And I don't know. I, I feel like my mom, I don't know, whatever. I I didn't grow up in, like, a rich house, so I don't These know. These kids are privileged. Yeah. So, two, they're like, we're going to enjoy our two weeks in Hawaii. We're 17. Zach, again, a baggage claim, turns and looks, and he sees this brunette. I wrote, here my notes say, Zach continuing to holler at brunettes. Raven hair. I wrote raven haired beauty. Yes. Which, you know, we bo- I appreciate that so much because brunettes did not get a lot of love like that, especially from hot blonde jock dudes. So I'm into that. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Since you've seen literally every minute of this series. Yeah. Who are... Did he date any blondes? Tori was probably... Right? Nope. Tori's a brunette. Kelly's a brunette. Okay. The only... He dated a blonde in that time he went on the fake date with Screech's cousin. Screech's oh. hot cousin. I and then there was like Ginger. Like there's been a couple here and there, but the girls that he's been like serious with and in love with are all brunettes. Mm. And I love that. That gives me hope yeah. in this hopeless world. Who was the ginger? Who? Zach dated a ginge? Is that what you just told me? No, ginger was her name. Oh, ginger was her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, who was the ginger he dated? I thought you were using ginger in the pejorative. No, no, but, no, no. Okay. That's, he dated a girl named Ginger who was blonde uh, for like okay, a gotcha, second. Gotcha, gotcha. But that was even when he was like trying to not date Tori. So he wasn't even like fully invested in ginger, I don't so think. So we know he's got a type. He's got a type and his brunettes. Thank you. Any Zach Morses out there who into brunettes, holler at your boy. All right. <laughs> so he makes a beeline over to this brunette lady. Um, Slater and Jesse are fighting. And then Lisa comes up and is like, I bet you $50 each that you fight by the end of the thing. Right. That's another thing where I'm like, what teenagers are carrying $50 around? In their pockets. Yeah. And betting. Yes, like I got 50 bucks at the ready at 17? No, I don't have 50 bucks in my pocket now. And that's also a running gag in the movie, which I feel falls flat. It's There's, to, there's too many like little running gags slash storylines. It's like, don't add this dumb one. Yeah, y'all are cramming too much into this. Yeah. Okay, so Zach's trying to run game on this brunette lady. 
He's walking her outside. He's got her bags. And when she gets outside, her Miami Vice ass boyfriend, who, I mean, he's dressed in like a white Miami Vice suit, pulls up in a white limo and is like, girl, I've been waiting for you. Turns out his name's Derek. Her name's Andrea. Mm -hmm. He thinks that Zach is just like a bag guy at the airport. I don't know. (laughs) Do they have those? Whatever. He's like, it's another instance where like. The, the the rich people character in any television show or movie immediately thinks everyone is the help. So yes. there, it's that whole like, oh, yes, you're the, let me tip you. And yes. like, motherfucker, I am a normal person. I'm, a normal like, person. I'm not here. To, yes. Like, take, am and I- do they even have people like that at the air, general servants at the airport? That are wearing like shorts and like a Hawaiian <laughs> shirt and like look like a teen, like, it's looking yes. like somebody's son and it's like you're i'm gonna tip this guy because clearly he's everyone but me is the help because i'm the rich guy exactly i do love that <laughs> like the assumption the world has like butlers <laughs> yeah because it's like if you ever if i ever there are no just like bag helpers at the airport I just don't go around assuming that everyone is helping me and I need to tip them. Well, of course, of course. But I'm just saying, like, even above that, like, there's not... The airport doesn't have, like, bellboys. They have those, like, sky caps, but they're not, like... They do? They have sky caps at the... Like, you know, dudes that are there waiting for you to drop your bag off and you... You know what I mean? Like, at the sky cap, when you show up, I don't think they have them... Oh, to check it. Yeah, they're not... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not, like, ones at the end that are, like... How are you doing? Can I help you with yes, your bags? Exactly. That's least, what I'm saying. No, I'm like, there's no... Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so the guy... So Derek, her Miami Vice boyfriend, thinks that Zach is the help, tips him. And she's like, no, no, no. And then he's like, whatever. See you later, kid. And he goes, come on, Andrea. I've got sparkling water and hot snacks in the car. <laughs> <laughs> and when he said we hot laughed snacks... We so hard at that. We both went, hot snacks. <laughs> First of, Gross. Then he, first of all that sounds like hot snatch let's be real <laughs> second of all yes because he's like i got hot snacks in the car what car ready hot snacks are there to entice you to get into the car somebody's like i got hot snacks in here like <laughs> come on it's like let's waste no time with this bag handler yeah let's but the, you know how are the snacks kept hot does this car have like hot plates yeah, and what are what is the like? Define a give me a, a hot snack first. Thing Ooh, a, yeah, a hot. that comes to mind. Give me a hot snack that comes to your mind because I can't think of one unless he's got like pretzels, toaster strudels, toaster strudels. <laughs> I don't know what a hot snack. If somebody goes, hey, get in the car. I got hot snacks ready. I warm don't know cookies. I don't know what this is. I, I'll give you I'll, either warm cookies, pretzels, and cheese sauce. <laughs> why cheese sauce queso you think he's got queso in there it is limo he's got like a crock pot happening because I with just queso think, no i don't know i think it's maybe the pretzel it's like wetzel's pretzels like giant pretzels and then then those plastic cups cheese sauce that's all <laughs> that's that's my first thought if you tell me hot snacks is a pretzel i was thinking like warmed nuts before my mind went to really giant mall pretzels with cheese sauce dipping cups (laughs) but it's a limo (laughs) we don't know how he's how he's warming these snacks let's get serious we don't know that 
But I think a limo has more room for more warm sna- hot snacks. So I feel like you could have pretzels and cheese sauce. <laughs> anyway, that is like maybe the weirdest line in the movie. I got sparkling water and hot snacks in the car. First of all, I can't even tell you the last time a boyfriend picked me up at the airport. So that's already a novelty. But the idea that like he picks me up and he's like, I got a buffet waiting for you in my wheels. Like that's crazy like marry this dude okay so they leave and then the ki- the gang like zach and the gang are sitting waiting for i guess their car and then that's when they look and guess who's in fucking hawaii with oh, them don't even tell me fucking mr belding jesus christ mr belding is in the same airport waiting for because he is holding up a sign that says california association of principles Okay, that's is that a thing? Is that a thing? Would they go on vacation together? I argue that a bunch of principals don't want to hang out together when school's out. They're right. like, we have families. We're going to go on vacation with them. So he's holding this. He's like the tour guide for the California Association of Principals Hawaii tour. And because he is standing in the same airport and everyone's arriving at the same time, I am convinced they were on the same flight. That's what I, that's exactly what I wrote down because mm-hmm. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, how many flights in from LA to Honolulu or whatever they are, right. are happening? Like per day. Per day. Yeah. You probably got like, you know, five or six per day. Yeah. But the chances of you guys being from the same town mm-hmm. and being in baggage claim at the same time right like y'all were on the same flight they how did you not see flight. it then also of all i've never been to hawaii i can't speak on this like authoritatively i can't believe i haven't been now that i live in la and have for so long i should go but like there are multiple islands what they went to the exact plate like the exact same place exact same airport and then they see him first thing and they're like our principal from our school is on vacation at the same place as us. I would think that I would have had a gypsy's fucking curse to see this guy everywhere I go. Everywhere. And, but again, that goes back. I mean, I know we always talk about, because we went to high school together. If we went on, if I landed somewhere and I saw our principal Bozo, I would just be like, oh weird, that's our principal. All right, see you later. Like, because we didn't hang out with him every second. I, like, I, listen, I gotta be completely honest with you. I have, like, a vague remembrance of our principal. Like, I don't even remember what he really looks like. I don't remember his real name. You telling me his name was Principal Bozo is sort of, like, conjuring up this sort of, like, I'm assuming you're saying Bozo Bozo hair. he had bald, he was bald on top and he had a ring of hair. (laughs) Right, oh, a curly, like, a very curly hair. I mean, and it had stuck out a little bit, so he looked extra bozo-ish. Right, but I'm just, and this is the thing that I wrote down too, because when, wh- okay, so they meet, so so Zach and the and the gang are like, oh Jesus Christ, this motherfucker's yes. here, right? Yes. And then Belding is like, these kids are here, and then like walks over to yes. them and is like, listen, you better not like get up in my shit, and I'm like. What makes you think that these kids are trying to hang with you? Are trying to fucking fuck with you? Yes. Anyway. Yes. Belding. Exactly. Because I'm like, this this relationship I've always thought was like super, like, I get that it's like an antagonistic, like, yeah, this guy's an asshole and we always have to contend with him, like, yeah. the principal. But it's like they just, 
they always are like together yeah and they're always like hanging out but not wanting to hang out yes just like that's what i'm saying i don't remember being this close to oh, my ne- of never ever but you're right it's like if they saw each other in the airport they would just kind of give each other a knowing nod of like get stay out of my shit like they oh, would i would like totally go in the other yes. direction i'd be like oh shit i saw this dude like, yeah I'm out. they would not be like oh my god mr belding and like go over to him and be like what's up dude why are you in hawaii what's going on like they would just be like okay yeah stay out of our shit yeah, and like and also the idea of a grown man going up to some kids and being like better not see ya like yeah. no one's trying to hang with you no dude. one you is suck. Like, yes Yes. And their children. We're seventeen year olds who get to go to Hawaii for two weeks. <laughs> We're the richest people in the universe. We're not trying to hang out with your boring ass adult ass. Yeah, All no right. need to come over here and tell us to yeah. not hang with you. Yeah. So that's insane. I the idea I think of a statewide principals association tour of Hawaii is amazing to me. Yeah. So all that is rad so far. Now they get like some fancy van or whatever, come get them, the principals. And then the crew, Zach and crew, are waiting for their ride. And then all of a sudden, this like 1940s jalopy pulls up. And that's, and then Kel- that's when Kelly's like, that's the car for the hideaway. Now, this begins the, the pattern in the movie of the most spot on music matching, like the music that's playing when this jalopy drives up is like, like it's like (laughs) every piece of music in this movie is so cartoonish is so spot on in the way that like the lyrics because once they okay because i have this written down because once they get in this car and they're driving to the hotel you know they're showing scenes of hawaii like look how great hawaii is it's like hot girls yeah. yeah hot girls on the beach dude surfing it's so beautiful and during this one of the first original songs starts playing. Oof. The one that's like, kick it back on the vacation in Hawaii. It's so great. Look at the girls on the beach and the dudes are surfing. Yeah. Like, it's so spot on for this first original song. All the original songs are so unbelievably terrible. Oh, my God. So ass. This first one legit sounds like Vonda Shepard from Allie <laughs> McBeal. I'm like, this is like Vonda Shepard rocking out. And... I swear to God, all the lyrics, because throughout, they're so on the nose that it's like, the lyrics to this song might as well be like, riding in a car to Kelly's grandpa's hotel. <laughs> Look at the beach. It's really great. Zach's like, in love with an older lady. Like, there's like a band following every yes. action that's happening, <laughs> like describing it in the song. Like, yes. yes. They pulled up and the cars are parking. They're walking into the building. Um can I just tell you? Okay, so before, <laughs> so when when we first like were setting up, you know, like we were going to do this podcast, right? You brought yeah. the DVD of mm-hmm. this movie, of course, which you own. Of course, I own. You it. own it, right? Yes, half so, for years. Out of curiosity, I was like, I'm going to go on Amazon.com, yeah. and see. If this DVD is available, right? Right. So I went on there, and the DVD is totally out of print, uh, and it's like seventy dollars. So Which you is- have like a seven, like <laughs> you can you can stand to make a substantial amount of money with a stupid <laughs> DVD, right? So of course, in my mind, because you know I'm like a I work in the movie industry, yeah, yeah, quote, yeah. So I'm like, okay, why is this DVD out of print, right? Because right. I'm like thinking, okay, usually when things go out of print, it's usually a licensing thing. It's probably, and then, you know, a lot of times it's the music. Right. So I'm sitting here thinking, 
is the reason why this is out of print is because they couldn't license these like shitty songs. I'm like, who owns these songs? I mean, the the DJ Jazzy Jeff song, maybe. I like, think maybe that's, that's probably it. the sole reason. Maybe this is that out of print. is the sole reason. If Will Smith was like, y'all can't have that anymore. But then I started thinking, oh, what if the fans decide to, like they want a proper Criterion Collection release? <laughs> Of this movie, right? Yes. And then they would have to license these dumb Vonda Shepard songs. <laughs> right. And there would be like paperwork being like, okay, here's, we need to sign the paperwork on the song that appears. This song, like, which is called Driving Down the Street. Anyway. Driving Down the Street. That's how terrible these songs are. Yeah, it's yeah. got me thinking big things. Yeah, but is that, oh, by the way, the D, you know the DVD has both the movies on it. So it's like two movies on oh, one DVD. okay. So that could be why it's worth 70 bucks. Extra rare, folks. And so- I don't, I haven't watched the, I haven't rewatched the um, Kelly and Zach Get Married in Vegas movie in a while. So I don't know if there's like any... Oof. modern hits in yeah. that or if it's if it's like we're in vegas and now we're getting married walking down the street <laughs> in vegas it's real great look at the lights in vegas i hope that those people weren't paid one dime for that song <laughs> I'm sorry the craft is just not it's not there and it's just oh i just it's so on the nose and it continues throughout the entire movie and <laughs> I mean, it does. Like, every, there's like three or four more scenes where it is just like we're sitting on the beach, isn't it awesome? About to go get in the ocean. Look at Kelly; she looks real hot in a bikini. Like, it's like that. <laughs> that might as well be one of the songs. Oh my god! And the people sing. I mean, they're just the wackest songs I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And can I say this before we like move on to the rest yeah. of the movie? So it's so weird because this is the the. This is the thing I noticed because the right after this scene is when Z- isn't it Zach and uh, Screecher in his room and they're like staying at the hotel or something. Like well, that? no, like right after they're just at Kelly's grandpa. Like they meet Kelly's grandpa at his hotel, which by the way, it's Dean Jones. Oh, I know. R.I.P. Recently deceased. Dean Jones, and he looks. First of all, I wrote Kelly's grandpa looks young as hell. Yes. Like as a gra- like he just looks like he could be Kelly's dad. He just looks young as hell for a grandpa. And his and it's he mentions that he's like 60 years old, right? Yeah, or like at one point they go like he's almost 60, which I'm like, I guess that makes sense. I'm trying to think how old my parents were when I was 17. Cuz my parents, my mom is only well, I shouldn't say how old my mom is on record cuz she'll punch me in the face, but like I mean, I guess technically that checks out, but he just looks like way young for a grandpa, yeah. I guess. I, well, my parents were probably in their 40s when I was 17. I guess mine were too. Yeah. All right. So that checks out. But for the, just first, the scene is they get there and they're all like, what's up, Kelly's grandpa? You have a rat hotel, but where are all the guests? And that's when he's like, oh, I don't have any more guests. And so they're all sitting at the table talking about that because they're like, how is that possible? And then he basically tells them what is going to be the plot of the movie in that he's like, oh, this other corporation is trying to buy my land, trying to put me out of business. He's like, they paid people to not work for me. Like all this crazy shit. And then I uh, I just wrote down this one Jesse quote where she says, that's typical of large money grubbing corporations of the 90s. Yep. 
Yep. Always getting got, got that political angle completely. Going. Which, and, but, but it sounds like like based on this conversation, it's like who the fuck oh is this developer like Suge Knight? Yeah, like what exactly, the hell? Exactly. Like trying to muscle him. Like I get that corporations do shady shit, but I when is it ever the actual CEO of a place like the dude go walking over to the other CEO being like I'm gonna kick your ass, get out of here. Like they, <laughs> they just, just like, have lawyers and shit to do that. They walk up to them and they're like. So, when are you gonna give me your property? Yes, you know, exactly. and like, no, like that's not happening. I wish ever. I saw that in real life. Yeah, exactly. So that's he just briefly explains to them though, like, look, you guys are the only guests here. I'm going out of business, whatever, whatever. But then that night, then they cut to that night, and it is. It's like Zach staring longingly out the window because he's so in love with this brunette that he met for like five seconds yeah he's totally like turned out he is sprung and then this part so i wrote down the fact so this is when i first noticed that there's no laugh no i me too i wrote it down in all caps no laugh track equals weird there's no laugh track super weird yeah and it's you know because the shows always have laugh track but like for some reason, it's even weirder that this doesn't have laugh track. Super and then in weird. this part, this is, I wrote down, this makes, no laugh track is psychotic. It makes this seem like a porno with no sex. Ah, it totally, yes, because it's like, th- that's when it's the most obvious in this scene where it's just Zach and Screech. Because Zach like gets a few zingers in on Screech and like Screech also says like a few of his dumb Screech things to silence. And yes. you're just like, oh, no one's there's no like teenage laughter behind no and it just jokes. it's like two dudes who are out of their minds like talking to each other or something like it's the weirdest yeah it's super weird but i wrote down so there's no laugh track but still whack-ass sound effects yeah. so there's no laugh track so that's like weird silence but then screech says some bullshit about wanting to hang out with jellyfish or whatever and this and then it's like yeah Yeah, it's like that kind of dumb so they have cartoon sound effects throughout the entire movie but no laugh track and it's just like it's so it's silence and then it's got this weird like the the film stock that they're using is not like that so it looks like a porno i mean I'm, yeah I can't oh the way you, it's it, lit also i mean it's so it's, softly porno lit it's badly acted like a porno well Let's yes of course, of course of course softly lit yeah and then also there's no laugh track and just people talking and it's just like wow this could be a, a real porn if somebody just decided to get naked and yeah have sex. completely it totally does i forget it does look like a porn it totally does <laughs> so that's like weird you know screech is like what you're what's your deal is like i can't stop thinking about andrea oh my god she's the greatest i talked to her for like five seconds i know and then you were a creep you just like walked up to her and was like immediately like, let me help you with your bags and right like who the fuck is this kid yes and now you're in love with her you're in and love you with can't her. stand it while she's eating hot snacks in a limo you can't <laughs> stop thinking about her while she eating hot snacks you think of her hot snatch yeah it's so weird so they go to bed, whatever. Okay, the next day, the opening scene is Screech walking on the beach in socks and shoes. Ugh. I put that on. So- white socks, full tennis shoes, in the water, on the beach. Now, he's videotaping everything, and then Le- it's only like him and Lisa on the beach. She's going to like get a tan. He's walking. And All her the- bathing suit is rad, by the way. Yeah, I forget what it looks like, but I remember you it legit lo- saying it was rad. It's basically just like a spandex a little outfit basically but it's cool she's got a good good style in this i wonder if those sirens are gonna be there's shit going down in austin outside of our hotel room apparently (laughs) 
Um, it's because this podcast is too hot. Oh my god, y'all can't handle it. <laughs> um, okay, th- so they're hanging out, and then all of a sudden, this tribe, the Hawaiian tribe, comes up and just fully kidnaps them. <laughs> kidnaps them. They look at Screech and they're like, "Oh my god, it's our leader!" And and then they go, "Yeah, let's go get him!" And they just fully kidnap him, and they also put Lisa like over one of their shoulders, just full kidnapping. Yeah, it's a very like Bugs Bunny scenario. Yes, where they're like the natives come and like are want to kidnap Bugs Bunny to put him in a soup. In a soup. Here's what I want to talk about that because we talk about cartoons a lot because I, I love them. They formed me as a person. Yeah. Bugs Bunny in particular. Because one day we talked about, well, there's the, cl- everyone, know, like, quicksand already, that's a thing we all grew up thinking we were going to deal with on maybe a daily basis, right. and I've never encountered quicksand. But then also, when we got on the subject of this, too, where the episodes, how many, there were so many episodes where, like, natives tried to cook Bugs Bunny in a stew. Yeah, with giant carrots and potatoes. That's your favorite. You're like, they cut up carrots to put in there with him, dude. Yeah, like, but giant carrots yes. to match like a giant rabbit in a cauldron also a rabbit they never once like kill they never skinned they he they put him whole in a whole rabbit fur and everything fur and everything in the cult like you would be picking rabbit fur out of your teeth that's not a good stew <laughs> i wouldn't eat that what was the other thing oh because oh we talked the most recent time we talked about it is because i legit in my head got the bugs bunny opera like figaro 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 in my head one day and I just had that in my head, and I was picturing Bugs Bunny with the, like, blonde braids Viking helmet being like, Figaro, Figaro, Figaro. <laughs> There's a lot I of, like, that Looney lot. Tunes situations in this show. There's oh, totally. Of, like, cartoon pratfalls. So it really seems like they're about to kidnap them and, like, put them in a stew. And so they just walk off. Okay, the next scene is Kelly and her grandpa sitting talking, and he's got his lawyer with him, who is a total bizarro Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, he really looks like Tom Cruise. His name is Brian Hansen. But, of course, Kelly, when introducing him, accidentally calls him Brian Handsome. And so, Zach runs up while they're talking about the situation. And he goes, guess what? I have an idea. We can be your staff. We will. We're here for two weeks on vacation. We will... Excuse me as I burp off mic. We will be the hotel staff. How many of them are there? Zach, Kelly, Lisa, Screech, um, Slater. There's seven, six of them. They're going to be the staff of the entire staff of a hotel resort. Okay. I got like a couple things. To say oh, I got a million like things this. to say about this. Okay. Go. First, remember when you were 17? Mm-hmm. We were both, we were 17 at the same time. Yes. Right. So imagine if you and I went on vacation together. Yes. And we went to my grandpa's like failing resort <laughs> sure you know i'm with I mean? you so then my grandfather reveals to us already like why would he tell a why bunch would of he kids tell us, like that business his matters. business is failing yes right yes that yes. god this is happening and then like would you have had the confidence at 17 to be like no. you know we're gonna save this shit <laughs> like we're gonna like we're gonna save a grown man's business me and you, like you and I, being seventeen-year-old kids, we're like, listen, we're gonna do, like, we have the the means, the confidence, the organizational <laughs> skills to like save a business owned by a person who's like three times our age. <laughs> also, like, 
Do we even have the? Are we multi talented enough to run a hotel at seventeen? Oh, we're seventeen. We're g- I'm going to be the maid, the cook, the concierge, the front desk. Yes, I'm. I'm going to do all that. I know how businesses are run. Yeah. <laughs> Organizationally speaking, I know this is what you need to have in place. I'm just going to like. And then on top of that, I'm going to force my friends to work to work on their two week long vacation. If I go on vacation with you and we get there and it's Hawaii and it's amazing, and on day two you're like, Oh, guess what? We gotta go to work. I'd be like, Oh, <laughs> uh, hell no. No, I am not going to scrub people's toilets on my <laughs> fucking vacation. When I'm 17, and then it would be that thing where it was like, if okay, if my grandfather is failing, my grandfather's like, listen, girls, um, my business is failing. I would just be like, wow, that sucks. I like, I would just be like, bro, I'd be like, not sure why you're telling me. I don't know why it sucks. <laughs> I don't think I can do anything about it because I'm 17 and I don't know how to run a business. Uh, but I guess we'll just have to sit here quietly and be sad for my grandpa like i'm not like spring to action let's fucking get this shit going like i'm like who the fuck is like exactly. you know what i mean like dude exactly spring to action let's do something let me put my teenage brain to work for you grandpa <laughs> and save your business and everyone's on board and is not hating this idea at yes. all yes exactly i think this goes back to the whole thing that i think that zach is a shitty friend like i keep telling you i'm like oh zach is like the worst friend ever and i don't understand how he's managed to like hypnotize these friends of his to yeah. do his bidding yes 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 i mean he's basically like an l ron hubbard type he's basically ah, like totally. here's what i'm like you know you guys are gonna work for he definitely weeks. has the charisma of a cult leader that's for sure yes yes but yeah you're exactly right I, and, and that's yes you're exactly right plus i would argue that the grandpa like a grandpa wouldn't even allow it. like he'd be like what i'm not gonna you don't have to work i'm not gonna make you guys work for <laughs> listen weeks. this is not your lot to deal with yeah, this exactly. is my my own problem so zach comes up and he is he's like i got an idea what if eight 17 year olds or whatever six 17 year olds <laughs> Fully staff your hotel for the two weeks that you need. And then I also wrote that because, like, weirdly, the lawyer guy spells it out, you know, to tell us dumb audience what's going on. Because he goes, in order to pay whatever, like the foreclosure bill, you would have to fill it to capacity for two weeks. And so I'm like, really? Only two weeks? And then he's already back in the game? Yeah, right. Like, that's not that much. So... How convenient, not only that the teenagers are going to work, but they're like, cool, we already know a principal tour group with exactly enough people to come fill your hotel yeah. for two weeks. I know, that's what I said. I was like, this is the weakest plot. Yes. It's like everything ever. comes together and this is like, we have the exact right number of guests for the exact right time. So, oh, well, the next, okay, so the next thing they cut back to this, this tribe, this native tribe, like, telling Screech, like, you look, you're our king, we think. Oh, God, this is the worst. This is, like, Emma Stone in Aloha. Totally. Like, oh, really? Screech looks like a native Hawaiian? Right. 
And the leader of this Hawaiian group is named Keanu, yeah. by the way, which I was like, oh, okay. Maybe the writers were like, uh, we need to find kind of a Hawaiian name uh, that, you know, kids, these- kids will recognize. Yeah, let's just say his name is Keanu. Keanu, I'm totally. Like, oh, my God. So, yeah, he's like, "You're, we think you're our king. Come back to life or whatever. And, of course, Screech is like, yeah, definitely. Because Lisa's like, tell them you're not Hawaiian as if you would have to look at your face. But he's like, I'm not telling them whatever. So... They, and then, I this is so nitpicky, but, like, they go, they're all cab drivers? Like, this entire tribe is cab drivers? So racist. <laughs> the entire <laughs> tribe is cab drivers. Are <laughs> cab drivers. And there's one dude's beeper goes off, and then all their beepers go off, and then they're all like, we gotta go back to work, see you later, King Screech. And I'm like, they all have the exact same shift? <laughs> all of them. All of them have to go drive cabs at the exact same time. Okay. <laughs> So that's awesome. So the next scene is they're back. The whole crew, the whole gang is at the hotel where the principals are staying. And Zach runs up with a sheet of paper and he's like, all right, I got everybody's room numbers. Let's go do this. Which, how? How did he manage to get personal information from the guests of this other hotel? The other hotel. Like you can just walk into the front desk and be like, Tell me the room numbers. Of these people. He just walked up to him and been like, "Can I print out of every person that's staying here and their sensitive, like, personal yes. information?" And they're like, "Of course you can, of course, blonde teenager." We'll give it to you. So he's like, "Here's where everybody's rooms are. Let's go fuck with them." Now, this is the start of some beautiful cartoon shenanigans. Oh Jesus! First is Slater. He's dressed as a room service waiter. I love it already. Fake mustache, because- fake glasses. Because okay, I'm trying to think of the the point of this is because they're tr- they want to go to this hotel and make it a bad experience for these principals yes. that they'll come and stay at Kelly's grandpa's exactly. hotel. Okay, yes, because I was like, why the fuck are they? Okay, yeah, they are trying to make them think their hotel sucks so they will escape to Kelly's grandpa's, which is already far fetched. Also, because there's like a million hotels in Hawaii. Why would they? Yeah, why would they stay at that one? Yeah. After building had already been like, I don't want to fuck with y'all yes. for two weeks. Yes. He's like, I never want to see you again. Right. And then they're like, come stay with us. So the first up is Slater dressed as the room service waiter, which you, again, you're like, here we go. Wigs and costumes already <laughs> coming into it. The best thing about this show is this idea that, well, they're always tricking people into thinking that they're other people mm-hmm. and that they have... They're all masters of disguise. They're all masters of disguise, and they but that they have like the wigs and the costumes just ready to go at, at any time. Yeah, you know, like they're where like, is this what? Hawaiian wig shop that they all got to and go this, to? Like Hawaiian costume shop where they're like, listen, okay, today we're gonna trick a bunch of principals. What do we need? We need a janitor's outfit. Yeah, we need to get a handlebar mustache because we're gonna make Slater into this weird Italian guy from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. That is what. So he comes in dressed as the. He's in the, you know, uniform of the thing. And he comes in to give the guy breakfast that he already. He ate it in the hall. Like it's like half eaten because he wants him to think like the room service sucks. So he opens the cloche and it's like a half eaten piece of toast and one piece of uh, bacon. And the guy's like, what the fuck is this? And yes, Slater's like, hey, you don't like breakfast? Like, it's like, like, why are you complaining? You know, like, like accent work. He didn't have to do accent work. I I argue that if he just came in, yeah, as like himself, yes, 
And Pris like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. This food is, this is the way it is here. Yeah. The guy wouldn't have known any better. Yeah. But he decided instead to dress like an Italian guy from New York. Right. With a, with a fucking mustache. Yep. And do the whole accent. Right. For what? Well, it's here, just an extra step that you put, he didn't have to take. He didn't have to do it. I will say this, though. I have to say this in their defense. They actually did have to do disguises only because they knew, or maybe they didn't know, but I, they, like, they're going to go stay at that hotel. So they would have gone, hey, aren't you the kid that fucked up my breakfast? Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You're thinking ahead. So they, but I'm just saying, so they did need shit to cover their faces, but he didn't need to be a Brooklyn guy. <laughs> he didn't need to have, like, an accent. He totally didn't. Yeah. So, and he goes, you're right. It's like, if I'm staying in a hotel and I don't even interact, I don't even have to interact with the room service person. If I open the door, my room service is there, I bring it in and it's like half eaten. Already I'm pissed. I don't need a guy to be like yelling in my face. I would just call down and go, uh, somebody ate my fucking food. What's the deal? Right. This place sucks. But he not only brings in half eaten food, but then like runs out with it. Like the guy chases him. Like it's the most, it's like, oh my God, that's like, you get like arrested. Yeah. Like, it's just insane. And he's and this guy is the grumpiest dude ever. The grumpiest of all time. Oh, man. So that's the first. Second is Jessie in a maid outfit that she also got. And she's German for some reason. <laughs> she has a German accent. She, they always make her wear like a Holga German, like yeah. older lady outfit and do that. Because she was that uh, another time in another episode where she was wearing the gray wig in a bun. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like a maid's outfit. And was like a stern German woman. So she comes in, she's German, <laughs> and she's like screaming at the lady and is like throwing her off the bed to change the sheets and shit. Then, this is the most egregious, I argue. Kelly and Lisa on the beach, they're just two, they're chilling on the beach. They run out to the water. They scream shark, scream it, yes. bloody murder. Everybody runs out of the water, and then they visibly high-five each other. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote that down because I'm like, everyone could have seen you do, do that. Like, Yeah, it was totally like a beer commercial high five. Yes, and it's like, okay, cool. I'm glad like these crying children that are like running for their lives out of the water saw you high five over Pr- your prank. Yeah, and you said, I'm pretty sure it's illegal to scream shark at a beach. Isn't that like screaming fire in a theater? Yeah. Like, isn't that a thing you could get in serious trouble for? Sure. Yeah, so they high five right on the beach. They don't even try to keep it secret and then the fucking apex here we go screech and zach come in in they're wearing electricians jumpsuits or whatever but they are both straight up wayne and garth from wayne's world yes i mean there's no getting around they're wayne and garth yeah they didn't try to change those characters in any way because <laughs> i was like how did they not get sued well you know part of me was thinking that it's SNL is an NBC show. So and like, so you were it's like, a, it's NBC. It's property. leveraging it's property. Family. Don't you know anything about television? No, it's I'm family. Kidding. It's NBC property, right? So yeah. I was thinking maybe that was just like a a, a shout out, but yeah. also like again, if you're if if we're in a hotel room right now, mm-hmm. all right, mm-hmm. if two people who came in clearly dressed in yes. a costume, yes, to start fucking with our room. <laughs> we would be like calling the fucking cops. Of course, like, like we we course. wouldn't be like, oh, these guys are on the up and up. We're gonna they're gonna fix our yes. electronics in this room. Yes, exactly. Like I would just be like, what are you doing here? I mean, well, first of all, I'd be like, why are you guys dressed like Wayne and Guard? <laughs> but yeah, I'd be like, what? No, you can't come in. Yes, exactly. So they come in and they're supposed to be exterminators. And if okay, so if that's all 
believe like if the people believe them like okay they're exterminators they start spraying immediately and they spray in the people's faces they're like we gotta get rid of the bugs in this room in your face we're gonna put pesticides in your face (laughs) and then hose you down with with pesticides yes and the people aren't like what the fuck are you doing and then now those people got to go take like a silkwood shower because they just got like pesticides rained down on them. I would be like p- throwing punches. Yes. I wouldn't just be so accepting of this. You know yes. what I mean? This is what exactly what they're doing. They're just like, oh. Right. I'm so, minorly inconvenienced that I've yes. had DDT sprayed my face <laughs> or whatever. It's like This hotel, the protocol in this hotel is crazy. Yeah. I was just poisoned. Right. Potentially. In my but, mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So... They, yeah, and then I wrote down again as we were talking costumes and wigs at a moment's notice because they had to cut. They had to have like a wig trunk. Everybody's wearing one. We and mustaches and fake glasses. The level of preparation that because you think about this, it's like okay, where where do they get these costumes? Did they bring them with them? Mm-hmm. Did they go to the? Did they ho- pack the wig trunk? The local and check Hawaiian it? costume shop. Yeah, and been like all right, here's the deal. We're gonna need a many costumes for this. We need a Wayne. Everyone, wig, a Garth wig. Everyone's on board today. Yeah. Everyone's got to pick a, a stereotypical foreign character that they're <laughs> going to assume. You got to get the wig, the costume down. Seriously, like, everyone. Let's go to the shop early in the morning. Yeah, the meeting. I wonder if they had auditions. Who could do the best, like, Brooklyn accent? Oh, it's Slater? Okay, you're this guy. Yeah. Jesse, as we've known, is a good old German woman. German. She's got that down. You know, Zach's going to have to go get the print out of all the guests in the morning. Yeah. Then we go to the wig shop. Then we go to the costume shop. <laughs> we do got the time to do this shit. <laughs> See, it's true. I mean, it's. I love thinking about it step by step. I love it. So, <laughs> everybody thinks this hotel sucks now. So, they go to breakfast, like, as themselves. Oh well, and then also Zach runs into Andrea in the in the uh, elevator for like two seconds, and that's when he's like, "Oh my god, it's fate! Don't you believe in fate?" And she's like, "I guess we just got in the same elevator. Like, calm down." He so, is turned out. Oh, he is so turned out. He is like, "Girl, falls hard." Yeah, he's like, and he's like almost pissed. Yeah, he's like, "Don't you see we have a connection?" I'm yeah. like. I just saw you for like five seconds in an airport and yeah. we have a connection. Also, I'm like, please, can a, go- a guy come at me that hard? Like, that doesn't happen in real life. I mean, that's hard. It though. is hard. That's like it's a hard step. Hard. So they all go to breakfast with Belding. And while they're sitting there with it, they're like, Belding, what's up? How's the hotel? And he's like, it's super great. And then that's when everybody runs up being like, this place is shitty. And all the principals are like, this place is a fucking shithole. Get us out of here. <laughs> And that's when they're like, really? We know a place. He's like, where am I going to find a place to hold all my principles in moment's notice? And they're like, oh, I think we got a place. And then yeah. that's when they, you know, they're like the hideaway. It's it's rad. Let's do it. So. Oh, on. and by, by the way, in this scene, I wrote down that Belding is wearing this super tight matching short set. Yeah. Like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matching short set where it's like Hawaiian print, head to toe Hawaiian print, chubby shorts. Yes. Shorts. Yes. So he's, he's like full on, like he's in vacation mode. He's in island mode. Hawaiian style. Yes. Full circle. Right. So they go to, I mean, I assume that day, that night they go to the hideaway, which I want to know how Belding was able to wrangle 
refunds for like however many people. That's amazing. <laughs> they go to Hawaii hideaway. And then this is another like nitpicky thing I wrote, but just in the same vein as like wigs and costumes. Cause they get there and there's a giant banner that's like welcome principles, giant Kinko's right. quality banner. Kinko's quality. Turnaround is probably at least a week. Yep. And it's humongous hanging up. They got that banner printed overnight or overnight. during the day. And this is on the assumption that this all worked out, exactly. by the way. Exactly. What if it didn't work out? Y'all just dropped like $200 on that banner. Yeah. You're going to have to go to like quick signs and yes. try to get your money back. Yes. I doubt it. Yep. So they get there. The principals are all like, okay, cool. This is great. Then that's when the lawyer, Brian, the lawyer is there. Because I, I don't remember exactly what he says. I just, in my notes, it just says, old lawyer, she's 17. Because I think that's when he hits on her the first time. Yes. He hits on Kelly in front of her grandpa. And I'm like, she's 17. That's not legal even yet. Mm -mm. And if he's a lawyer, meaning he's already had to go to law school and stuff, he's got to already be like 24 or 25, right? How long is law school? Three years or four years? Yeah. He's definitely like in his mid, like early to mid 20s. Yes. Scamming on a 17-year-old in front of her grandpa. Super weird. Yeah. Any grandpa would go, yeah, that's gross, man. That's my 17-year-old Yeah, plus you're, you're a lawyer. You're aware of the legality yeah. of teenagers and Thank how you, you can't yes. mess with them. Yeah. All right. So now we start, like, the clips of the Zach and company being the staff of the hotel. Oh, and this is when they show them taking the principals out on activities. The first being Zach takes a bunch of them out on a boat. Of course, that fucks up. I wrote down principals wearing sweater sets. <laughs> they're on a boat. They're on a boat in Hawaii and they're wearing like sweater sets buttoned up to the neck. Then the next clip is Slater showing everyone how to throw a net. He just like throws a net in the ocean. He's like, that's how it's done. Like, all right, anyone can yeah. do that. Pretty sweet excursion. I was like, oh, I paid extra to have this, like, kid show me how to throw a net, throw a into, net a- into the water. Then they have Jesse's the cook. They make Jesse be the cook, which is dumb anyway, but the way that she's act, she's acting like she's never stepped foot in a kitchen when she's already, as we know, been a part of a spaghetti sauce company. <laughs> she's already been a very successful <laughs> spaghetti sauce don't act like you don't know what this is. Yeah. But she's acting... Yeah, she's in a kitchen, like, fumbling as if she's never stepped foot in a kitchen. And look, I'm not, like, a chef by any means, but I know how to read. I know how to follow directions. And she's just, like, acting like a Three Stooges movie. Right. And then they have Lisa and and Kelly doing teaching women how to hula. Oh, God. And there's one part where one of the women raises her hand and she's like, aren't you supposed to be doing things with your hands? And then that's when they do Itsy Bitsy Spider. And at the end of it, all the women applaud as if that's not like, a oh, scam. That was exactly what I expected. Yes. Adult women are like, thank you for teaching me Itsy Bitsy Spider. Oh, it's like this whole montage sequence or whatever the yeah. hell the sequence is, is like, so like, again, we're in a hotel mm-hmm. right now. Yes. Doing this, yes, right? yes, yes. If we walked downstairs and saw that the entire hotel was being staffed by teenage kids from yeah. high school, we would be we like, would "Leave what the fuck is happening?" Yes, I'm like I'm not. I'm not going to get on a boat with you. I'm yeah. not going to let you show me how to hula. Like yes. this is, and there's only six of you. There's only six of and you, and there's forty of us. Like that's uh, exactly. I wrote that down because during this montage, every person is doing a different activity. Right, and I'm like, 
What about the people who stayed at the hotel? Right. You got nothing. Right. You If you call the front desk, no one's answering. Right. Your toilet <laughs> gets plugged, no one's coming to fix Everyone's it. Everyone's out. Everyone's out doing activities. Right. There's no know, staff. Because I know some of these bitches are like in the room. Yeah. Getting room service. Yeah. They're like, I don't want to go out on an excursion. I want to yes. like relax. Yes. I want to, you know, watch the hotel t- TV and order room service. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a no minute. No one to cook. No the food. one's there. No one to No have- one's answering the phone. Yeah. No one's nothing. I don't I need new towels. Where are the towels? No one's there. No one's there because they're out on a boat. Because the six employees of this entire hotel are out throwing nets in the water or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's not a practical plan. It would not work. So but basically, the montage is everyone fucking up. Everyone fucks up at their jobs. So the principals are getting... Now they're like, what? We got shitty hotel number two? Like, this sucks. So <laughs> then they cut to... Okay, I love this. They cut to Brian, the lawyer, who we find out is like two-timing. Because he's with the guy who owns the other hotel. Suge Worthington. Yeah, Suge Knight Worthington. And they're talking to a construction guy. Like, he has his construction helmet on, and he's, like, looking at the blueprints. Because they're talking to him, going, like, okay, here's where we want you to build this. Here's where we want you to build this when we own this. And the constru- the foreman is, like, uh, okay. And then that's when they, like, tell the foreman the plan. I just love it so much in any movie or TV show where the enemy, like, the bad guy tells a person who has nothing to do with anything... <laughs> at all like here are all my plans like do you know what I mean? he's like hey construction foreman yeah but once i scam them and i take over the land it's totally gonna be mine then you're gonna build on it and i just feel like that guy would go i don't okay i don't know why you told me all that but all right yeah i like, love I'm that hired to do the job sir i don't need to know the diabolical like yes. un- you know underpinnings of what yes. you know so him and brian like tell him that and they're like just wait until we totally scam these guys and he's like all right so then we cut back to the kitchen where everybody's like, hey, Jesse, did you cook the meal for everybody? And she's like, no, because I'm a total idiot. And then the tribe guys that are obsessed with Screech walk in. They just walk into the kitchen. Sure. Come, like, no one invited them. Right. Walk right into the, the kitchen, the private kitchen of this hotel. And they're like, hey, we made Screech some stew. And then they're like, oh, my God, you guys saved the day. We're going to serve the stew to all the principals. Which it's like, again, cartoonish. Like, did you guys just bring a giant cauldron of stew? I know. I know. And no one questions what's in it at all. Like, everyone immediately eats it. No one is like, what's in this? What if I'm allergic? Is there right. gluten? Like, the no one asks any questions. They're just like, cool, we'll just eat the stew. Right. Exactly. No one knows what's in it. So then that's happening. And then I don't know if this is the next day. Maybe it is. But I just have... Because I wrote down, lawyer asking Kelly out in front of Grandpa. And again, she's 17, and Grandpa seems to be chill with this, which is insane. So, the next day, Slater is driving the van for... I mean, it's like to begin another day of a montage of them fucking up with the activities. This van sequence is too long. It's like 15 minutes. Cut like. Yeah. Should have been on the cutting room floor. Right. But yet. Like, who directed this, Judd Apatow? Like, you don't need to leave in everything. <laughs> Why is this Edit a two and a half out. hour long comedy? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, so the next day they show Slater, he's driving the tour bus to go show everybody the sights, and they really, truly show for like 10 minutes a van driving around Hawaii, and we're like, we get it, Hawaii's beautiful, like, we get it. So that's way Which too also, long. I said that it also looks like they're just filming right off of the PCH. Yeah, you're like, this is the PCH. I was like, anyway. They're not in Hawaii. They're they're in St. Louis Obispo right now. <laughs> like that's 
There's no nothing Hawaiian. This is about Malibu. This. this is not. Hawaiian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so while he's doing that, it's Slater and Jesse driving this tour bus, and also I think Screech is on a videotaping. They cut Ugh. to Zach, and he's on a date with Andrea. They're on a picnic. They cut to him on a date with Andrea, and then they cut to Kelly on a yacht with Brian. So here's my thing. Y'all already only have six employees. You let two of them have the day off to go on dates? Yep. Two of them. Two. You, so you got four people, three of which are on a tour bus, so that means one person is back at the hotel, like, fielding requests from all the guests. Like, Lisa. Right? Le- yes. Lisa's the only one there. And she's probably at the mall. Let's be real. Yeah, let's be real. She's not there. No. She don't care. So Zach and Kelly have the day off. They're on their dates. Zach's at lunch with his brunette goddess. And also their picnic looked like they just plopped themselves down in the middle of the woods. Like the forest. (laughs) 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 Such amazing scenery. It's like, oh, we just put a blanket down in the middle of the woods. (laughs) It's true because they're like, it's like the only spot that doesn't have a tree on it. (laughs) And they're like, oh, cool. Y'all are just staring at tree trunks. Like, I know. For your romantic picnic. It's like, and if I'm this woman, I'm like, I've seen this guy twice. Yes. He wants to He's- bring me to the woods <laughs> to have a picnic. Oh, yeah, this is completely shit. on the up and up. Totally. Like, you would think, like, they're walking deeper and deeper into the woods, and she's like, all right. I don't know who you, I don't even know your last this name, This guy just bro. came up to me at the airport, which is already like... How many times are you following people who just come up to you at the airport? Right, exactly. You know? Exactly. No, I didn't even think of that. Like, thinking of the idea of him holding hands with her being like, no, let's go deeper in the woods. And she's like, all right. Like, God damn, this yeah. kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're like in the woods fully. And they're sitting on their blanket. And that's when Zach goes, you're the most amazing girl I've ever known. Oh, my God. He sa- and I'd be like, I've talked to you a grand total of 10 minutes in my life. You couldn't pay me to be a teenager again, I swear to God. Because oh that God. guy was like, I'm obsessed and in love with you. I've only seen you like once. Yes. He's like, you're the most amazing girl I've ever known. <laughs> and she's just like, yeah, cool. Like, she isn't like, uh, comp- slow your roll, buddy. Right. Pump the brakes. You're 17. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I know you think that I'm the most amazing person you've yeah. ever known. And I'd be like, you don't even know me. You talked to me for like five seconds. Right. So then she's like, yeah, you're cool too. I got to go, though. And he's like, let me go with you. And she's like, okay. She lets him go with her. And then that's when they just get up and walk off. And (laughs) And leave. (laughs) They just completely leave all their picnic shit in the woods. We're just going to leave the blanket, the dishes in the woods. Mm -hmm. And, you know... This this may be sacred Polynesian land. We're just going to fully litter. Yeah. They yeah. leave it all in the forest. They the don't Hawaiian like forest. pack pack out or whatever nope. that camping thing is. It's nope. like they're just like, let's just leave it on the floor. They just get up and leave. And so she's like, okay. So the next scene, they're walking up to the beach. And she's like, hey, Zach, I want you to meet my fucking kid. Bah, 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 bah. And I, it, my notes say, bold move introducing the kid on the first date. Yes. First date. First date. That's barely a date. And she's like, here's my daughter. And Zach, a 17-year-old dude, is like, yeah, it's cool. It's like, she's amazing. He's not like, holy fuck, I can't be a father. I'm 17. 
This dude's already signing up for stepdadhood. Yeah. I mean, and, it blows my mind. And the kid is apparently four, but she looks like she's nine. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think. I don't know shit about, like, kid development. Also, I, yes, she looks way older. I just can't. I mean, I remember the first time I watched this just being like, I'm 36 years old right now. I'm 36. If I go on a first date with a grown-ass, also 36-plus-year-old man, and he's like, first date, I want you to meet my daughter. I'd be like, bye. Yeah. Bye. That should not be happening. Yeah. And that is, you even said, you're like, is this kid going to be like, is that my daddy? (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. And then I'm also trying to think of, so the, I was trying to figure out because obviously Andrea looks like she's 40. She does. She looks old. She looks at least our age, if not older. Yeah. Definitely looks 40. Yeah. But then she says that her child is four. Yes. But that she had had the kid in high school. Yeah. So she, Andrea, we're led to believe that Andrea is in between the ages of 20 and 22. That's what I wrote down. Yeah. That was the range I wrote down to. We guess she's between 20 and 22, which I would also even argue that's an age where you're not dating high schoolers. If you're 20 and a 17 year old steps you, wouldn't you be like, what? Uh Uh-uh. I'm an adult. And yeah. plus, I'd be like, well, you're still in high school and you live in Los Angeles, California. Right. I'm not going to introduce you to my kid. Yes, exactly. Why All would I it. do that? It's like, I don't even want to introduce dudes that I'm dating to my parents, let alone be like, oh, I, I just literally met this child. Yes. At in the high airport. school. I've just met him at the airport. Now I'm going to introduce him to my daughter. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Who, like you said, will be. You know, when he leaves in two weeks, she'll be like, how come he's not my daddy? (laughs) And then you got to go, well, honey, that's because he's in fucking high school. He had to go back to high school. That's why he can't be your dad. He's got to (laughs) finish his senior year. (laughs) That's why he ain't your daddy. Oh, my God. Yes. It's so insane. Yeah. So that's super crazy. And also, Zach is so chill with it. It's just beyond comprehension yeah initially his pause initially his face was like what but then he was immediately like that's it i know exactly what i need to do yes i need to be a father to this child it's so insane (laughs) okay so and then also like during this they cut to you know kelly on her yacht date with the lawyer dude which is also super weird like she's hanging out on a yacht with this grown-ass lawyer who's like rubbing suntan lotion on her whatever it's so weird okay and then but then that's when he's like trying to be like yo tell your grandpa to sell this shit and she's like all right so then they get back to the thing everybody gets back to the hotel all the staff comes back because everybody's back from the activities and lisa it was apparently lisa's responsibility to cook dinner and so they're like do you cook dinner and she's like nobody bought a hundred tv dinners and she presents grocery bags full of tv dinners <laughs> and i love that she thinks that's a good idea that they would everyone staying in the hotel would be chill with having like salisbury steak or whatever <laughs> for dinner <laughs> then they cut to they're like we can't have this but well, let's go ahead and put on the show that we're gonna put on tonight for everybody i guess because they do they cut to all the principals sitting outside watching this like hawaiian show where it has you know like guys throwing fire a batons. yeah <laughs> What did I call it? A Hawaiian, a Hawaiian show. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, they're going to put this y'all. Hawaiian pe- style pageant yes. where people are doing. It's a luau, girl. Okay. They do a luau. Now I wrote, 
where did they i wrote down how did they afford these legit fire dudes because they have like legit <laughs> hawaiian dudes like throwing fire doing hawaiian dances where did those guys come from yeah, maybe they just met them. While well, they play drum. The Hawaiian guys are doing the show while the whitey-ass kids are, like, playing the traditional, traditional drums. Traditional drums. Like, how can they all be drummers already? Oh, and also, this is so fucking great. So, um, there's a part where the music switches to where it's traditional luau music. Yes. And then it yes. switches to, like, electrified, like, <laughs> rock and roll. Yes. You know, it yes. reminds me of that one episode where the band is playing like you know whatever some kind of waltz right you know and then it turns to like beethoven rock and roll beethoven it's like the same thing like (laughs) rock and roll hawaiian luau music and then like the grandpa who is playing a ukulele suddenly it's like oh did he just plug in like he just plugged in and then like smashed the fucking reverb pedal and now he's like wailing on the ukulele you're a hundred percent it's so fun yes because it is it's like dun 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 dun, and then it's like it's like luau music for the kids it's like electric luau totally and then all the principals the principals get hyped like they jump up and start dancing to like them shredding it's so weird (laughs) Like, if anything, they would be like, why did you plug in? We liked it better when it was chill. <laughs> but as soon as they, like, have the fucking badass guitar riff. Because it's a new generation. Yeah. And also, I want to... This ain't your daddy's luau. This ain't <laughs> totally. This is luau for us. Yeah. Um, I want to ask, too, by the way, because I think enough people have listened to your podcast that maybe we can actually find this out. Okay. I want to know who is shredding on all of this, like, Saved by the Bell stock music. Yeah, who's the house band? Who is the, like... Eddie Van Halen of these like yeah. <laughs> these like Saved by the Bell house yeah. songs because I think it's the same people who were the Zack Attack the same those, there are songs in this movie that are the same voices as the Zack Attack so I'm sure they just had like one in house band I need that I need to this. know that person male uh, or female I'm not saying who I'm just saying yes like, please who, step up yeah. and get your if props. you played in the Saved by the Bell band if you were shredding on yes. all of these songs I want to know you yes definitely that so yeah. Yeah, so it turns into like an electric luau. <laughs> and while they're changing clothes, there's a scene where they're changing costumes. It's Zach and Slater and Zach and, and Slater's like, you know, yeah, how's it going with that lady or whatever? And Zach goes, I love Andrea even more than Kelly. <sighs> and it's like, really? You, uh, you've known Kelly since you were like five years old. Mm-hmm. You've known Andrea for like two days. And it's crazy because then that's when Slater is the voice of reason. Yeah, which is so odd. And Slater is fully like, yo, dog, you're ready to be a dad? Like, we haven't even gone to our senior year of high school yet. Like, Slater is fully like, listen to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you crazy? Listen to yourself. (laughs) He totally is because like. Yes, Zach is like, her kid is great. Like, I can't wait to be a stepdad style. dropping out of high school and moving to Hawaii to be (laughs) someone's dad. And Slater's like, are you insane? Slater for real is like, listen to yourself, dude. (laughs) But he is. Like, Zach is like, I'm ready. I'm ready for fatherhood. And yeah, Slater's like, you're tripping balls right now, dude. And then, um, yeah, then we finish the shredding luau. And then (laughs) Kelly walks Brian the lawyer out to his car out to his rari he he's got a white rari (laughs) she walks him out to his car and he starts it and then he's like oh you can leave it takes a while to warm up 
like oh, a brand new Rari, a brand Ferrari? new fucking sports car. He's like, it's gonna take a while to get the engine going. On it's this. gonna take a while for the engine on this brand new Ferrari to warm up. And she's like, cool, and walks off. <laughs> Which is so weird. Like, uh, I just love the oddness of those kind of things where it's like, if a guy who's sweating me is like, you could just walk off now. I'd be like, wait, what? Like, you don't want to make out with me or I don't understand like these moves. So, yeah, he's like, let my Rari warm up piece. And she walks off. And then that's when he immediately gets on the phone, immediately gets on his car phone to call the other like Suge Knight corporate dude to be like, hey, guess what? We're fucked. We got to up the up the pranks scheming to get this guy out of his building. So he immediately does that. Like, you can't wait the like. 10 minutes to drive to your office you got to get on your car phone right then right in front of the people that you shouldn't be hearing you i mean it's beautiful right it's like if the plan falls we all know where the leaks were yeah exactly you know. so while he's doing that lisa overhears him on the phone and is just like all right that's weird now the next thing we cut to yet another montage another Ugh. look how great hawaii is montage i mean this is the worst this one the Musical accompaniment for this montage is a fake Beach Boys song. Oh, my God. And again, with the most on-the-nose lyrics, it's straight up like, Look at Zach surfing with his stepkid. (laughs) (laughs) And the crew getting in the ocean. Everybody playing tag football. Everybody playing tug of war. Kelly got a tall bikini on. Look at her ass. It's tall. Okay. Also, like, how many times have you actually seen people play tug of war on the That's beach you, in real life? You totally turn to me and you're like, hey, have you ever seen anyone on the beach playing tug of war in your life? <laughs> and I'm like, never once. Never one time. In a movie or television show, they're like, do we have more than eight people on a beach at the same time? Yeah. And we're going to have to either play volleyball or tug of or war. Or both. And tug of war it's got to be the one where they dig a pit in the middle of water and somebody falls in. That's like labor intensive. <laughs> and it's like, who? Yeah, because if you're on the beach, do you just go up to strangers and you're like, you want to play tug of war with me? Will you help me build the water pit that we're going to fall into when one of us loses? Right. Like, it's totally weird. So, yeah, this, but this, the beach, the fake Beach Boys song is incredible. I mean, there's it's some really incredible. sweet editing in this, too, where they take like certain little scenes and then they just loop them. Like, yeah. Zach you know, lifts this, his new stepdaughter. <laughs> <laughs> he, he lifts his new stepdaughter in the air and like right. spins her around. And then it's like, you know, repeats like yeah. loops on three times. Like, oh my God, this is like, when it's like, look how much fake fun we're having. It's like the, the fucking corniest, goofiest. It so is fake fun in the world. Ugh. So, and I wrote down, this is what it says in my notes. Everyone has the day off for a montage. <laughs> Everyone. For a montage. Let me tell you this right now. They, for two weeks, they have to work at this hotel, right? In these two, according to this movie, in the two weeks, they got like a week vacation. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They have to work for two weeks, but he was like, I'll give you half of that off as vacation days. <laughs> They're already getting uh, vacation time. They just started. Yes. Yes. Usually you got to wait like a month before that kicks in. Yeah, because in this montage, everyone is partying. So no one is at this hotel working. Yeah. And people are calling up to the front desk being like, yo, I need soap. Yes. And no one's answering. 
No one's cleaned our rooms. We don't need. We don't have fresh towels. Nope. Oh, they're on the beach playing tug of war. Yeah, exactly. So then we cut to a bank meeting, like the grandpa and fake lawyer Brian and the corporate honcho and Kelly. Exactly. <laughs> you go because they walk into the bank and they're talking to the bank guy and he's like, "Sorry, bro. Like your shit's foreclosed on now. You ain't pay us back." And he's like, "Yeah, I did." And then Brian's like, "I lost the papers. Whatever. All this." fucking bank corporate talk and then Kel- they cut to Kelly and she's like what and it's like <laughs> you turn to me and you're like why is Kelly at this bank meeting <laughs> it's like all business and she's like wait a minute she's able to sit on these like high level talks yes suddenly yes like why would her grandpa bring her like hey honey will you please come to this meeting with me I gotta say man grandpa is basically like putting a lot of shit on his grand like my usually when you're a parent you're like i'm just trying to shield my kids from the harsh realities of the financial world i don't want to i'm in you know as a grown man i don't want to let my teenage daughter and her friends know that i got a failing business and i'm like a failed man yet like i'm just gonna include her on all of this shit i'm gonna i'm gonna divulge divulge all my problems to these kids she's gonna come with me to my fucking foreclosure meeting it's like <laughs> you're right because even now like if i'm talking to my mom on the phone and she starts talking to me about like business shit or like stocks i'm like what next question i'm like okay i don't know what any of this means and i'm grown as fuck like so i can't imagine at 17 her being like yeah can you come into my corporate meeting today and just hang out i know it's like he's not even that's like a lot of shit to put on a 17 year old kid to be like uh, you're going to have to worry about me. Yeah. <laughs> Potentially finances. being homeless. Yes. You know, it's like, I need you to, honey, to know the details of my finances right now. <laughs> okay, grandpa. What? <laughs> yeah. So she's sitting in, in this meeting and then that's when, you know, the bank, I think it's like Brian, it comes down to Brian, the lawyer, like losing some paperwork or something. And he's like, I'll have to go back to my office to look for his paperwork. So then Kelly gets back. They're all sitting around like, you know, Zach and crew and her grandpa. They're all like sitting around the hotel chilling again, chilling, even though they have like an entire full house of people to take care of. And they go, you know, the grandpa's talking about the meeting. And then that's when Lisa goes, I heard Brian on the phone with the other guy. And then they figure out like, oh, shit, Brian is a liar. Yeah, Brian's in on it. And he's basically like, you know, used Kelly to convince her grandpa to sell the business and so, but that's when Zach, in true Zach Morris fashion, immediately is like, "Oh my God, I have a scheme. Here's yep. my scheme idea. <laughs> I, I got it. I got the exact plan. Yep, total scheme idea that I immediately thought of right now. And then that's when he like lays it out. And the next scene is they cut to Belding. Okay. Oh my God, I got to put this down. I got to put my <laughs> drink down because here's. <laughs> oh my God. So the next scene, Kelly gets Brian the lawyer to come to a museum. What is it? A museum? It's or a it's like the local university. Yeah, where it's there, it is like the Department of Anthropology or some shit. Yeah. It's supposed to be some Belding is playing a professor. Mm. And again, Belding went to the wig shop with them. There has got to be some sort of like, because Zach's quick schemes that are yes. fully formed, fully formed, fully formed, no brainstorming. He's yeah. just like, I know exactly the scheme. Yes. 
has to have this like wig and costume contingent because otherwise how do they even know to get they're like well here's the plan we're gonna trick somebody into thinking that building is a professor at this college right we need to definitely get him an einstein wig Thank because you. all professors have einstein hair, hair. exactly <laughs> like get him the sweater vest and yep. you know Go the pocket glasses. protector mm-hmm. you know so it's like where the wigs and costumes are so on the spot that I'm like, this has to be, they need, they definitely have some kind of like wig van and costume corral <laughs> that they, tra- that they travel with. Apparently right. he brings his wig trunk with him everywhere. Exactly. No, you're right. Cause and then funny we were watching, you did turn to me and you're like, Oh yeah. Cause every professor has Einstein hair. <laughs> like it's a requirement for a professor. And everyone has to talk like this. Yes. He was like the nutty professor, literally. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, god like i'm the bumbling weird professor and they got him behind the desk of a real dude like they come in the place and it's a real place and he's behind the counter like they had to kick the real how did they get the real guy out of there to get in that guy's office yeah amazing so So, and then again it goes back to that whole idea of like you saying if belding just came up as himself right he that would guy be, would never know. He would never know because he, he's a believable professor. But yes, yet, they had to go through the trouble of dressing up like Einstein. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, Brian's never seen him before, so it's not like Brian would be like, "Wait a minute, I know this is your principal." Right. He would just be like, <laughs> "Yeah, okay, you're a professor. Like, I don't know who you are." Right. So yeah, he comes in. He tells Brian he's he's got this fake deed that they fakey antiqued. You know what I mean? They just like burnt the edges with a lighter, and they're like, "Oh my god, it's like 200 years old." <laughs> and he goes. You know, Belding as the nutty professor is just like, yeah, this is the deed saying the tribe, whatever the tribe is that like worship Screech. They're like, this tells you that this is really their land. Like the their king signed it in like the 1700s, whatever, whatever. And so Brian is like, all right. He goes, hey, he just takes it. He's like, can I just take this deed to my boss and like show him what's up? And they're like, yeah. Like they're not like, no. It's like, like oh, can I just take the Magna Carta home real fast? <laughs> Give can it I a just, once over. Can I just fold the Declaration of Independence and put yeah, it in my yeah. back pocket? Yeah, just let me look at it at home. I'll bring it back to you. Yeah. Yes, and they're fully like, okay. Like, they don't even, like, weirdly fake fight him to make him think it's real. They're like, yeah, definitely take it home. And he's like, okay. So he takes the supposedly ancient deed, puts it in his pocket. And then, part of the... Then, while they're doing this, Screech and Slater, dressed in jumpsuits... Like blue electrical guy jumpsuits, both wearing fake mustaches. Again, more costumes and wigs. Yep. Super fake mustaches come into the guy, the Suge Knight guy's office, like the main dude. And they're like, yo, you got to get out of here. We got to check like your electrical outlets or something. And again, the guy does not ask for any credentials. He like, how did they get past like his secretary? Like whatever. They just walk right into his office and he's like, okay, guys, do what you got to do. And he just fully leaves. Like he doesn't even like okay, I'll sit here and watch you check my outlets. Like, he just leaves. Yeah. And so they set up a camera in there, which 100% illegal. It's entirely illegal to put up a camera in somebody else's office. I know. And then, like, also just Screech constantly traveling with, like, electronics. With AV equipment. Yeah. Everywhere he goes. Everywhere. And so he totally sets up a camera in the guy's office with microphones because they do that and then the next shot is they're all in a hotel another hotel room 
like watching the camera feed from the head guy's office and it is the most beautifully lit perfect three shot you've ever seen <laughs> like it's perfect it's like the three of them are so perfectly framed yeah it was like some james wong Howe cinematography it's for real like- <laughs> yes and like you can see them all you can hear exactly what they're saying so crisp and clear and so they watch them on this three shot like burn you know they're talking they're like hey i got you know brian comes in and he's like yo i got this deed pulls his ancient ass deed out of his pocket is like check it out and they're like oh we're fucked and he's like no we're not and then they just burn it and they on camera they're basically holding the burning deed up to the camera that they don't know is there that's that's like another cartoonish actually that's more like you know challenge of the super friends sort of like we're just gonna burn the document yes, yes. in full sight yes and while we all maniacally laugh while this thing is burning yes. it's like if you really wanted to destroy evidence like in the age of like in, in modern times you would just probably go to your paper shredder and just put it through the yes. paper shredder yes. as opposed to burning like it. ceremonially being like yes. yes and then having people stand over it laughing yes yes <laughs> yes so they totally do that in full view of the cameras that are there okay so the next scene is they all are at the hotel. Brian and the Shugnite guy and everybody, they're having, like, the ceremony of the groundbreaking. Like, they're already like, yeah, we got your shit. Like, we're going to tear your shit down, build ours, deal with it. And they're having, like, the press come to the groundbreaking ceremony. Right. And that's when Screech walks up to Brian, hands him his camcorder, and is like, yo, dude, you might want to take a look at this. And yeah, you like, burnt. Yeah. Basically, and he like puts the viewfinder up to his face and is watching it, and then that's when they go, "Oh, you need sound too." Like they hand him headphones, <laughs> and I said, "I was, I was like, he knows what is said because he said it. Like he was there. He would look at the camera or look in there immediately and see the thing and go, "Oh shit, they taped us from yesterday." But they're like, "No, no, no, you need to hear it." And it's like, "Yeah, I know what I said. I said let's burn this deed." So let me slip these headphones. Headphones. On. So he puts headphones on. He's watching it. And he's watching how, yeah, they taped the whole thing. And he's like, oh, shit. And then they're like, yeah, go tell your boss what's up. Yeah, and go, so he, go tell Suge. Yeah. So he walks over to Suge Knight Worthington. And he's like, sir, I think you should watch this. And same thing. They're like, put on the headphones. <laughs> it's like so cumbersome. Oh, my God. That's so hilarious. So he's looking into the camcorder. He puts on the headphones. And again, like that dude's like, oh, shit. And then he goes over to the side because he's like, yo, can we talk now? There are so many things wrong with it. But first, if I'm the guy, if I'm the Suge Knight guy, I'd be like, first of all, fuck you. It doesn't matter. None of this will hold up in court because you illegally put a camera in my office. Sure. Like, you're already toast. Like, none of this counts. But the, instead, this corporate fat cat Suge Knight guy goes, hey, yeah, 17-year-old Zach, let me hear what you have to say. Let me hear what you have to say about business and corporate espionage <laughs> and blackmail or whatever. Correct. So that because that's the only two people who do any talking during this exchange are the Suge Knight guy and Zach. Right. So he, Zach is making the demands. Yes. He's fully making the demands. Like the guy's like, okay, what do you want? How much is it going to cost to get rid of this tape? And Zach, 17-year-old ass Zach is like, let me tell you what it's going to cost, corporate bigwig. So you're going to do this. Yes. You're going to do this. Yes. Like, just gives him the terms. Gives him a list of demands. And the guy's like, you got me, kid. That's some fucking confidence You got me by the balls here, kid. (laughs) Actual kid. Yeah. Child who is sent in to negotiate with, 
you know, corporate executives. Yes, completely. So the guy's like, fine, I guess I'm fucked. And that's it. Like, go. he's already got, like, a ceremony going on with the press. And he has to go tell the press, like, just kidding, dudes. Like, this isn't going to happen now. <laughs> yeah, the local news is, like, they're filming. Yeah. And they're like, well... I guess what just happened is a 17-year-old came up to us, made some demands, and now we got the ceremony's over. Sorry, guys. 17-year-old kid came up to us, told us what was what, and now we're going to cancel the building of uh, hundreds of millions of dollars of a hotel that was going to happen, so sorry about it. Yeah. If you'd like to know the details, we'll give you this camcorder. You're just going to have to put these headphones on, and you can see what happened here. Without the headphones, it's meaningless. Yeah, it's meaningless if you don't have sound, even though we were there. I could tell you what I said. Cool lawyer in Brian, by the way. Cool lawyer. I am not a lawyer. I have not gone to law school for one second. But I think a few viewings of like Law and Order and the practice have told me that you can't legally put cameras in people's shit. And like <laughs> yeah, he, Brian, he, the lawyer, doesn't even point that out, right? Because the funny thing is, is the next scene is, or the next thing you see in him is that he's literally just sitting, like on the side, like pouting, and he's like his head is down, like oh, I got burnt. Yes, children. Even though I'm a lawyer and I know that all of this is like total conjecture and it doesn't hold up in court. Yes. Completely. But I guess I'm just going to be depressed. Yes. That is the next scene. Is he's like, yeah, he's just weirdly like leaning against a tree, like, wah, wah, like kicking a rock, like, boo. <laughs> it's so weird. And they're like, okay. And then that's when Kelly comes up and fully punches his ass in the face. Yes. Which, again, if you're a lawyer, I, you'd be like, see you in court, bitch. <laughs> he would just sue Kelly for punching him. Yeah. She would, be, she is definitely like guilty of assault. Yeah. So she punches him in the face and then they all laugh. Now they all, laugh. they all laugh and he like he I'm sure the music that plays him off is like mm-hmm. or like the Charlie and then, Brown and then it music turns back to say by the bell shredding because the kids won. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it immediately switches to victorious shredding. <laughs> like how like happy guitar shreds. <laughs> Happy riffs. Like, we won the game riffs. Yes. So they go back, and that's, you know, Kelly's granddad is like, this rules. I got my hotel back. Everything's great. And he goes... I knew if I told some high school kids about all of my problems (laughs) that they'd be able to figure out a plan to solve my failing business in two weeks. I knew that if I said to them, listen... This is how my Kelly, my lifelong business, my 30 year business is in the shitter and I'm being (laughs) shut out by evil, greedy developer. I knew that if I told you that you'd be adult enough to comprehend it and come up with a solution. Kelly, here's when I got to tell you that I my the reason I invited you and your friends here on vacation. (laughs) I had ulterior motives the entire time. I know I told you I invited you, Kelly, because you're my granddaughter and I love you. But secretly, it was because I knew of about your friend's business savvy. And I knew that... I knew if- that you and your friends sort of operated as like an Olivia Pope and Associates type of like... You know, I knew that you guys were 17 and have figured out, you know, how... You've to- already run a successful spaghetti sauce business. I heard about that. Even though I'm not on the mainland, I word got out here about that. And I knew about that. I knew about buddy bands. Like all of your bi- your successful business ventures, word has made its way to this Hawaiian island. And so I knew if anybody could save my business, that's in the shitter. Like you said, even though I've been running it for like forty plus years, 
I knew that you and your teenage gang of business-minded <laughs> friends. I knew that you would also have all the wigs and the costumes yeah, of course. that it took to do this. We like, all know you can't save a business without dressing up like a professor or a waiter. Because I'll tell you right now, I have hired these types of organizations who didn't have their own costumes no. and wigs. And it is very unprofessional. You guys come already with the costumes and wigs. Right. So that saves me half the trouble. Yeah, and it's like, you already know that you got to come with that. You already know how to get discounts at Kinko's for all the banners I need printed in the saving of said business. It's like, no one is more equipped. No one is better than this group of 17-year-olds. And we also know that you have hotel management experience. Completely. And that, again, saves me the trouble. It's like a one-stop shop. Yes. Like, you guys are a one-stop shop for everything that I would need Completely. to save my business. So, honey... I know you're my granddaughter, but I hope that you're not upset that the whole time I was hoping you would do this. <laughs> the whole time I was hoping you and your crew of other 17-year-olds would come in and fix my business. And you did. And now that's why I'm going to turn up the shredding. This Victoria <laughs> shredding. So they go. So, yeah, everybody's all great. In the end, he's like, my business is safe. This is great. And then he's like, guess what, though, Andrea, Zach's girlfriend, you, I want you to be my manager. Mm-hmm. You got oh the tribe the tribe that's obsessed with Screech is now his entire staff. They're gonna drive all of his cars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> A former cat, all of them, every single one of them were taxi drivers, and now he's like, y'all work at my hotel now. Y'all are now indentured servants, and you're also just gonna make this stew twenty four hours a day. The only thing I serve at my hotel is y'all stew. That's the only thing on the room service menu, and I'm poaching you of your indigenous cuisine yes you're gonna be my slaves yep sounds like a deal sell your cabs because you work here now and then he goes guess what white andrea you're gonna manage all these people and you're all you're gonna do it only if you let me pay you five times as much as you got paid at suge knight's hotel which i'm like really you ain't got no profits right now (laughs) how are you making that promise you were you were basically saved for two weeks. Yes. And now you're like, girl, I'm going to give you a six-figure salary? <laughs> okay. We we basically were saved for two weeks. Yep. So now we're going to hire an entire new staff. Yep. We're going to hire a person and pay them like five times the going rate. Mm-hmm. And we're going to send her to night school. Send her to night school. Babysit her daughter. We're going to get you daycare for your daughter. Right. Yeah, that's definitely all going to be profitable. I think we all know why his fucking business is failing. Yes. Exactly. Like he's already going to be. He's going to have to call in another crew of seventeen-year-olds eventually to save it again. And there is no his money body in the can't bank. cash. <laughs> so that's how that part ends. But then they cut to Zach and Andrea. Yes. And that's when they got to get real about what's going mm-hmm. on. And she's like, "Look, Zach, I also love you. I love. We love each other. There's. We definitely love each other. We met five minutes ago. We're in love. Yes. I get it." And he's like, listen, he's like, I'm going to be 18 soon. I will drop out of school. <laughs> I can't even say this part. He's like, I'll drop out of school. I'll move here. I'll be a stepdad. Okay. I just can't. Look, as an adult with adult dating experience of dating other adults, it's like, do you know how hard it is to get another a grown 
like grown adult man to commit to going on like a third date with you <laughs> and this fucking 17 year old's ready to be like i'm gonna be a father to your kid it only took me walking into a woods and placing yes. picnic items down yes. to know that i want to be the father of your child of your child leave my life yep in leave California. high school come live with you forever and your kid i'm ready to make that commitment i'm 17 like oh my god and then the only thing that she has to say is like listen i don't want you to do what i did and he's like you're right yeah (laughs) after he had already come to this hardcore realization that he was ready to be a dad it only took her saying don't do that for him to be like you're right you're right you're cool that's cool and then they basically i mean they're both like oh my god i don't know how i'll live without you i'm so in love it's amazing whatever and he's just like i'll come back for you you know yeah i'll get my shit together and then i'll come be your dude and then that's i the last note i have is fake r&b closing song the closing (laughs) song was atrocious oh it's awful like it was so terrible Again, if this if these songs are the reason why this is not is if, if these songs are the reason why this DVD is seventy dollars, that is sad. But also the fake the fake closing song it is fake R and B and it is, but yet again it's like the mo it's like I'm gonna miss you I'm leaving Hawaii I wish I could be your stepdad <laughs> like it's so just super on the nose like but I guess you told me not to drop out of high school I'll stay so I will school for your love like. <laughs> it's seriously like that all right dude oh my god that's the first movie the first feature length saved by the bell film we watched it we jumped over many a hurdle to get this done in a hotel room i know it's so satisfying because seriously i how many times have we've tried this and it didn't. For yeah, for you reason. guys that have been getting on my case on Twitter, I will say that we did record this previously, like months ago in Atlanta, like two or three months ago, and we just lost the file. Yeah. So it, was a, it was actually a very screechy thing of us to yes, have lost the Yes, it was. File. It totally was. But now we got it done again for you guys. So that's the first movie. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope it was everything you dreamed of. Um, I am working on lining up a guest for the next and final movie, uh, which is Zach and Kelly getting married in Vegas. Mm. So I hope to do that soon. I've also gotten a lot of emails from people asking me to do the Lifetime movie, which I'm not sure I'm going to do because I feel like that doesn't really count because it's not like an actual Saved by the Bell thing. But I'll see. But for now, this is here now, and I will definitely do Zach and Kelly Get Married in Vegas. Just give me a few weeks. I'll get it done. Millie. Yes. Do you want to plug anything? (laughs) I don't. I guess not. I mean, I... Twitter or anything? TCM? Anything coming up? Yeah, uh, what month is it? Oh, uh, the, uh, we have a new season of TCM Underground in October, late October. It starts the fr- the Saturday before Halloween. And what, and is, it's like, what is TCM Underground? TCM Underground is a uh, late night cult movie slash exploitation franchise on Turner Classic Movies. Check your local listings. Boom, that you invented. Yes. Yes. All right. That yeah, Millie programs that on Turner Classic Movies. Check it out. She's at Millie DeCher. Are you at Millie DeCher? Yeah. De at Millie DeCher on Twitter. I'm at A P A P E Y on Twitter. I am currently. Uh, this is going to drop. I think next Tuesday. It's September. It's early. I'm still on tour for the rest of the year with Chris Hardwick. I'm opening for him. Please go to funcomfortabletour.com for all of his tour dates. He's the best. We have fun. Come see us. Um, I don't know what else. Um, 
thank you to everybody who is psyched about hearing this and all the people that are emailing and tweeting me and people that are just now getting into the podcast. I know it's been over for a year, but um, just the other day, somebody pointed out it's still in the in the iTunes charts. So that's amazing. And thank you. Um, also, I didn't plug him enough in previous episodes. David Hornbuckle edits the audio for this for me because I'm on the road a lot. I don't have time. Uh, things about David. He is my ex-husband, funnily enough. He's rad. He runs a cassette label called Hornbuckle Records. Definitely check that out. It's at hornbucklerecords.com. Um, I don't know what else to say. I'll close this out now. The next movie should be coming soon. Thanks, you guys. This has been Go Bayside. Beep, 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 beep